Blog Talk Radio. Yes, we are on, and welcome to RightWingMedia.net Radio. And filling in for me, because I'm having a nervous breakdown, no, I'm not, is <laughs> Juliet Greystone. And now here's Juliet. Hi, welcome everyone, and thank you for thank you for joining the show. And let me introduce myself. I'm Juliet Greystone. I'm filling in for Scott and. Thank you, Scott, for let, allowing me to help out and fill in for you. And we've got a lot we've got a lot to talk about today. But first, let's talk about last night's show. Uh, there were a lot of interesting things talked about on there last night, and also we had the Christmas Eve music on Christmas Eve, so that was awesome too. And we also have the the New Year's, uh, sorry, I'm a bit nervous, so, <laughs> um, the New Year's video from Times Square, direct from Times Square, and, uh, we also welcome everybody from Blog Talk Radio, Studio and Archives, Podchasers, Stitcher, Google Podcast, Breaker, Radio Public, and, we also have other shows on here, such as um, uh, Josh Josh's show, Josh Josh Lifto's shows on Mondays, and Romeo has his shows on Tuesdays, and we do Scott's show on Thursdays. Uh, I mean on Wednesdays. And but I'm filling in for him for a while, so um, I'm going to be talking about um, religion, and because it's very important to me, you know, I believe a lot in God. I, you know, I want to tell others about Jesus and stuff like, and just tell them about God and everything. So, um, but first, I'm going to tell everybody my testimony. And I'm going to tell everybody my testimony so that they can hear what God has done for me. So um, let's get into it. So um, when I was uh, little, when I was born, basically, I I was born. I was taken away from my mother by my abusive grandma. And we're not going to say names for safety reasons, um, but I was taken away from my from my mother by my grandma, and uh, I grew up there. You know, being little, I didn't know any better. Things seemed okay and all that. You know, everything seemed like I was growing up like a normal person. Until I got older, then I started feeling rejected and sad and just, you know, just I felt lonely even as a little kid, but I still didn't know how to respond to it quite right. Um, And then uh, as I, you know, things 
were kind of okay, you know. She, she would play like she was a good person and all that, you know. I would be, you know, semi-okay because I was little. I didn't know any better. But then as the years went by, my things, she started putting me in my room and stuff, and you know, she would get mad at me when I wouldn't eat the food that she would feed me, which was too hard for me to eat, et cetera, um, stuff like that. And uh, over the years, it just got worse and stuff. She started putting me in my room, and she started putting me in my room, and, you know, I would get, sorry, <laughs> um, oh, this is special to me, so if you find it special to you and you want to talk about your testimony or experiences, Give us a call at 516-666-9806. And if you're already called in and want to talk, hit the number one on your phone keypad. Um, So what happened was this things got... So back to my story. Sorry. (laughs) Um, I'm new. Um, Back to my story. So things started getting worse, you know, might then, you know, I was in my room and she would never let me out. She would make me feel like I was a really bad person. Everything I did, whether it was playing or or just joking around or whatever, singing or or even just eating or li- living or breathing, she would think was she would just always say I was bad or treat me like I was bad and then as I got older when I was about eight years when I was eight years old my brother which again we're not going to say names my brother was born on my birthday and he was taken away from my mom as well forcefully because sorry I didn't give you guys the background my Grandmother was narcissistic, abusive, and possibly some psychopathy, as you will hear later in the thing of why I think that. Um, so my brother, uh, my sorry, my brother was born, and he was also forcefully taken away from our mom, and she started like really loving him in a really creepy kind of way and I was kind of put in my room and by myself all the time you know she would always spend time with him and I would be kind of closed up in my room shut up in my room all by myself I was never allowed to go to school or go to with other kids or go play with other kids or even go outside by myself I wasn't even allowed to play there were some things I wasn't allowed to play controlling. And then as my as my brother grew older, a little older, things oh, but this is where God's love saved me and many more. So uh there came a time where I had there was uh, a bad year where um she had a problem and was gone for a while 
and I don't know if I'm being heard by them, so I'm not going to mention everything. But I was shut up in my room for months, and I was lonely. I didn't understand what was going on, and I didn't understand why I was being shut up in my room and stuff. And and so that continued on for several years. And then when she finally let me out, she would act as if I was some kind of disgusting person, like I was some kind of disgusting, dirty animal or something that didn't deserve to be alive. And when I would get ticked off and upset and hurt, and therefore, because I was a little kid at the time, have a fit about it, she would beat me with, she would beat me with belts and stuff and tell me to shut up and that I was being delusional and that I was lying and that I was living a normal life and I was privileged to live the way I was, etc. And that continued on for more years where it was bad, but it wasn't as bad as it was. It was yet to get worse. So she... We started being able to go places, and we started find, but not without her supervision. She would always, whenever I would get excited like a normal kid about getting things for Christmas or getting things for Valentine's or, or, or birthday and all the other stuff that we did, or there was how many, um, she would be abusive and be like, "Oh, you're so greedy. You're such a." You're such a greedy, grasping thing. All you do is want, want, want. And all I was doing was being a normal kid. And then um, I'm going to go ahead and skip ahead because it's just the same old, same old. And then and when I got into my late teens or early, yeah, late teens and early 20s, um, she started getting worse we would do homeschooling but she didn't do homeschooling for the right reason she did it so that we couldn't be around people and so that we couldn't you know have friends etc and so that people wouldn't wonder what was going on and why because she knew that we would act nervous and scared because of our abuse and so she would do homeschooling and stuff and my even my brother he started he used to be a very nice person and probably and still is but right now dealing or at that time dealing with anger you know things happened he was allowed to you know beat me too and you know she and stuff like that and and I have to be honest with you guys, this is hard to talk about, but important to talk about. But I need to take a break. This is this is Juliet Greystone filling in for Scott Hum. You are listening to rightwingmedia.net radio, and we'll be right back after this.
If you've got a messy residence or commercial property in the greater Wausau area, call Reschel Cleaning Service at 715-432-7163. Reschel Cleaning Service cleans houses and offices at reasonable rates. Call us today at 715-432-7163 to get your residential or commercial property clean. Call Reschel Cleaning Service, 715-432-7163. Too many bugs bugging your car's appearance in Central Florida? Come to Love Bugs Car Wash, 4200 US 27 in Sebring, Florida. Great reviews, fast pro service, and we'll wipe the bugs off your car. Love Bugs Car Wash, 863-402-0013. Love Bugs. Orcas are wonders of nature, and now more than ever, we need to help them stay that way. Our Puget Sound orcas are also an endangered species, and that means stepped-up enforcement of special rules to view them. Stay at least 200 yards from orcas. Keep out of their path and never feed them. Check the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration guidelines to help protect all marine mammals at BeWhaleWise.org. A message from the NOAA Fisheries Office of Law Enforcement and Cairo 7. Hey, John, would you consider traveling to another planet if it was possible? Yeah, it depends on what time the bus leaves, Chuck. You're a real ground lover. (laughs) But you still want to tell everyone about the benefits of space technology. Sure, because they're so down to earth. Like the search and rescue satellites now in orbit around the planet. These high-flying listening posts can pick up signals from the emergency rescue beacons carried on airplanes and ships. When a boat capsizes or a plane goes down, the satellite locks onto its distress signal and relays its position to local search and rescue teams who go into action using the satellite to guide them to within a few miles of the site, even in the most remote areas. This worldwide emergency network has already saved over 800 lives. What's going on up there is helping all of us down here. Space technology. This is what's in it for you. knows that NASA works hard to keep its astronauts safe in space. But did you know that spin-offs from space technology are saving lives here on Earth every day? NASA-funded research created rocket-powered parachutes that can save entire airplanes along with their pilots and passengers. A life raft, originally designed for the Apollo missions, has saved hundreds of sailors stranded at sea. And a tiny cardiac pump, developed with the help of technology used to design rocket engines, has extended the lives of hundreds of patients with failing hearts. NASA's innovation even led to personal locator beacons, which have helped save more than 30,000 sailors, pilots, and adventurers in distress worldwide. Together with its partners, NASA continues to develop technologies that protect life, both in space and on Earth. There's more space in your life than you think. Learn more at NASA.gov. Welcome back. I'm I'm back. Um, so back to my story again. Um, where was I? <laughs> so things got worse, as I said, and she she continued to get worse with things like 
beating me and stuff like that. She would beat me with belts, etc. And then when I was 22, my mom was finally able to get me out of there. She finally was able to save me, but thanks to God, finally making the my grandmother let me go. And at first I was nervous. I thought things would be the same. I thought things would be, you know, just as abusive and harsh because that's what it was made to sound like, but that's the trick we had to use. And so after that, I stayed with my parents, my real parents, well, yeah, my real parents for about a year. We started working on trying to get me into my own place and stuff, and my mom and dad helped me understand God a little bit more because I forgot to mention to you guys that my grandmother also spiritually abused me, used scripture against me, you know, basically telling me I'm going to go to hell and using telling me I was using, like, the scriptures in Proverbs of a fool, saying that I was a fool and stuff like that, etc. So my mom and dad had to help me with that understanding that she was wrong. And so we worked on that. We worked on helping me with socialization etc. I'm still a pretty shy person, but we worked on that, and then finally in November, we went to go see an apartment, uh, or yeah, an apartment, and uh, I liked it, so we decided to live there, and we got approved, and so I I had to wait for about a month, I think, and then in November I was able to move in, and then I then I kind of got lonely. I, I was there for a month. Sorry, I keep stuttering. I was there for a month, and I started getting lonely. So I asked the Lord, "Okay, Lord." Uh, could you either send me someone or send me to someone who who can be either my friend or what I actually had in mind, which only God knew, was I was technically asking for a partner. And so I asked God, Lord, can you send me someone or send someone to me that will love me and care for me and treat me rightly and that I can also help and love as well and a few weeks later I met the I met someone you guys have heard before Romeo and we he one night we kind of talked and we kind of talked and had some time together and we started dating and we fell in love and um <laughs> I are I sorry I'm losing myself. Uh, oh 
And you know what, Julia? You know, you're talking about this. It kind of puts a lot of memory into, you know, just how God works. It's incredible because you prayed Mm -hmm. for somebody. You prayed to get out of that house. And, you know, listening to your story, i got to be honest with you, Julia. I know what you told me that you've gone through, you've gone through a lot. And, Lord, you know... Glory to the Lord, hallelujah, you got out of there, out of your troubles, and you found a place that you're happy with, and you found people that you love, you know, you found your church, you found, you just, you're happy now, and that's incredible with God's word, and this is what, you know, we need to let everyone know here, folks, is that when we're talking about God. We're talking about, like, the greatest gift. He died for our sins. Mm-hmm. He forgave us. Even though we don't deserve his love, we don't deserve anything. You don't deserve nothing from God. But he gives it to you because of love and graciousness. Mm-hmm. And that's what's incredible is that your story is touching and heartfelt and, and warming because... You know, a lot of people give up on God. They think that God's kind of, they can go hot and cold with God. No, you can't go hot and cold with God. You gotta stay either you're hot, you're on the roll with him, or you're just gonna be cold with him and you're gonna turn the shoulder. And a lot of mm-hmm. people don't need to do that. I mean I did struggle with that, that a lot, but sorry. Yeah. <laughs> no, go ahead. I did struggle with that sometimes. Um, due to my well, abuse, yeah. but God never let me stray from him because he understood where I was coming from and he understood what was going on of why that was that way. Mm-hmm. But, Julia, i got to say, I'm glad to be that someone you're someone. I'm, I'm glad I'm that glad. God put me in your life. I I cannot ask for a better partner. I cannot ask for a better girlfriend. I can't ask for anything better. And, you know, just to be clear so that everyone knows, you know, Julia has a very good passion about art, and I do too. And God must have known that I, you know, God knows I'm an artist, and God must have known that I needed somebody to help me with my journey to art. And mm-hmm. and it's incredible that God put me in your life, you being an artist and me being an artist as well. And if you guys want to go check it out, go to rightwoodmedia.net. Check out Julia Greystone's art. It is fan-stinking-tastic. It is just spectacular. Incredible, incredible artwork. Like Bob Ross on. This, I'm sorry to say, folks, for you Bob Ross lovers, this blows Bob Ross out of the water. Her art (laughs) is incredible. And you've made me want to be an artist more. And you encouraged me a lot, too. I mean, I had almost given up. I remember being very upset one day. Uh, I was sitting outside, you know, kind of, sort of kind of messing around with a painting, And I was just feeling really sad, and you came up to me, and you said, 
and you said, are you okay? And, you know, I kind of, being shy, I kind of lied to you and said, yeah, I'm okay. But you are such a sweetheart. You, whoops, sorry, my darn, <laughs> my, you can't, you were such a sweetheart and you came up, you came up and just, you know, kind of talked to me. You knew that I was actually upset and, you know, you gave me a cup of coffee and, you know, we kind of sat out there and talked and stuff and it was amazing, you know. I think, I definitely know that God put us together. You've made both of our lives better. I have a better life now. I have friends and family that love me, that truly love me now. Yeah, and but, hey, Joey, can I interrupt, sorry, real quick? So, for mm-hmm. you folks that want to see her beautiful, beautiful artwork, you can actually uh, come take a peek at some of her art at net, and it is incredible. This is why I call her my little artist, and I <laughs> I remember always giving you that nickname. Now, yeah, that was the let's first go back nickname. To, it is, but let's go back to God because you know we can't really just say it was us that did it. It was God, and mm-hmm. for a lot of people and folks, I do want you guys to call in five one six 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 ninety eight zero six. Press one on the keypad to join the conversation because glory to God, God died, or Jesus died, sorry, I had a brain fart there. Uh, (laughs) Jesus died for our sins and glory he rose on the third day and he died for our sins. Now, whether you believe that or not, folks, Julia here is a very hard-hearted Christian. And I'm a very hard-hearted Catholic Christian. Now, Catholicism and Christianity are so much alike that they are both in the Christian faith. And I remember that, you know, Julia asked me about my religious past, and I kind of had a up-and-down religious past. You remember talking about that, Juliet? Mm-hmm, I and do. Julia reminded me of something. I think it was John 3.16, if I can remember the verse correctly. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son to die for every man, woman, and child's sin. And when she reminded me of that verse, I, I was astonished and blown away with how that was one of my favorite, favorite verses of all time, including yeah. the Lord is my shepherd one. I remember that one. I reminded you of that one, too. I remember playing the one song for you that one time, and yes. the Lord is My Shepherd song, and you were, you just, you were kind of, what do you call dark. it, a frustrated, very dark, dark. yeah, you were very, in a very dark point, and it really amazed me that God would choose me to help you out of that. Uh, hopefully that doesn't sound prideful because I sometimes have speaking problems. But it was amazing no. that God would use me, a person who I feel so like I'm, a, you know, don't deserve that kind of honor to help God and His people, 
to to help you and I just I noticed you started getting softer, you started getting less it things started getting less dark for you and stuff and I was like, Wow, God God definitely put us together because you also helped me as well. I was in yeah. I was pretty upset and lonely and well when I found you I was yeah. so happy. Well, and speaking of dark, Julia, can we talk about this? I mean, I I want to know because Joe Joe Biden, our our now president, is considered Catholic. He considers himself Catholic, like me. And for reasons now, the Pope is no longer allowed allowing Joe Biden to go in to take communion or allowing to consider himself a Catholic. Now, when when you think about this, it's very sad that somebody who has very high power, and also because Joe Biden does not do things in the Catholic faith that would be very Christian-like, I guess you could call it. And... You know, Joe Biden really doesn't act like a Christian or act like a Catholic. And, and gee, you know, it's kind of funny when, except for the holidays, when's the time that you hear Joe Biden saying, God bless America or God bless everyone? I I can not, I, I can count, and I'm pretty bad at math, and I, I know my counts are pretty accurate, zero. Isn't that sad, Julia, how, you know, this world today with power people like Joe Biden who consider and Kamala who consider themselves Christian don't even give praise to God. They don't even hold themselves like Christians. Isn't that sad? Yes, it is very sad what our world has come to. It saddens me that people are calling sin okay, they're they're blaspheming God, they're saying that bad things are good, they're hating each other, they're just they're committing crimes, they're you know, so you know, there's they're committing murder and and stuff like that. It's just terrible. But the Bible also says that that's going to happen in the end days, and I believe we are getting close to the second coming because all the signs point to it. You know, the the hatred, the coldness, the families turning against each other, the 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 even the pestilences, and which pestilences are like sicknesses and crops dying and stuff like that and famines that we've all heard that happening and you know it's possible we are in the end days where we're close to the second coming and but but it's very sad because a lot of people don't listen to god you know a lot of people haven't heard about the gospel and, you know, that's what I want to do is be able to tell people about God so that we, so that God can speak to their hearts and they can accept him into their lives. And 
become and come to him. But, Julia, you know what's really funny is that you talk about, like, the end of time, and a lot of people nowadays are fearful about the COVID shot. And I can see why. Now, again, we're no doctors here at Right Wing Media. We're only just mere humble journalists over here. And Juliet's a Christian, but, and an upcoming journalist, which, again, I'm very proud of her. But what, isn't it sad, Julia, that, or possible, that the COVID-19 shot could allegedly possibly be the pre-preparation for the Mark of the Beast? And again, let's go back to Joe Biden considering himself Catholic, a Christian. Isn't a Christian supposed to help others steer away from those kind of things and not push it amongst the children? Uh, yes. Um, I To start with your first question, yes, I believe that the COVID shot is a preparation for the mark of the beast because not only are there, number one, what they're trying to do, at least is what I'm guessing, is what they're trying to do, possibly, is see how many people are going to take it, how many people are going to fall for the devil's trap. And um, there's also the fact that other countries are actually putting chips and tracking devices in the vaccine, I like Germany and some other countries in the other side of the world that I can't remember. They're putting those in there, and pretty, and they're not allowed to go and buy things over there. They're not allowed to go into stores. They're not allowed to travel. They're struggling to get food for their families, all because some of them don't want to take the COVID shot because it has the tracking devices, et cetera, in them. And that's possibly coming here at some point. They're they're going to do the same thing. And I think it's a pre-preparation, definitely, for the mark of the beast. Now, we do have to mention, though, Julia, that we are not demonizing the COVID vaccine, but some of the events surrounding it and what could happen in the future seem like it is a possibility, right? Right. So just letting people know at least that there are some people that have to take it, and we understand that. We're not saying you're bad or you're ashamed. We're not, we're not saying this at all. But right. What we're trying to, to say is, is that if you do choose these things as a Christian, be mindful that, you know, there are a lot of things out there now that could confuse Christians. Mm-hmm. It could put Christians in a very, I guess, oh, what's the big boy word I'm looking for here? Bamboozle, or maybe possibly ambiguous or objective. Oh, boy. Big boy word time. Scott would love me for this. <laughs> Objectively, they will 
say things that, you know, in fact, if you want to find out what God says about the future, check out rightwingmedia.net and click on the internet resource link. We have link into the Bible, Book of Revelation, that amazingly talks about the end of time. Check it out if you haven't already, or if you really want to look more into it, read Revelations. But, you know, it's ambiguous with certain things that Christians are having to deal with. You know, Christians are now having to deal with, should I or should I not take the shot? And, again, let's go back to, like, Joe Biden. He calls himself a Catholic. Well, he's no longer now allowed to take communion. He's mandating a shot that, again, we're not demonizing it. We're not saying go for it or don't go for it. There, You may have your religious or your political belief or your stance on it. And that's perfectly okay, but we just want Christians to be aware that this is something that has been said in the Bible in Revelation a lot, and it talks about the possible preparation. And we link this important book of the Bible because what it says is going on today. A lot of it is going on today. A lot of Christians are being led astray from God. And, Julia, you talked to me, sweetheart, a lot about this. You you know, I a lot of times, you know, I kind of go, nah, nah, nah. I, I see it. And you're right. It is a possibility. It is, I guess we could say, it's not a coincidence or it's not ambiguous on what is going on because we see it. But as Christians, you must be mindful. But what is your input on it, Juliet? Um, well, um, also the fact, you know, God, Jesus said to be watchful. And in, I don't, okay, in Matthew, when he was talking about the end times, he also said, just as you see the fig tree, getting its leaves in the summertime or you know sorry let me look at it <laughs> I think what you're looking for is that Jesus warned people that yeah. in the times will come but right, when, what so will... basically when you just like when you see the leaves on the fig tree growing and you know summer is near then it's when you see these signs happening in the world, then you see, then you'll see that the time is near, basically. Mm-hmm. Sorry about the pause, well, the long pause. <laughs> that's all good. But, Juliet, I think maybe we should take a quick break and then come back into this, because this is a subject that we have some callers I've noticed online here on the board I'm watching and maybe oh, yeah. some of the other call- maybe some of the other callers would like to join in the conversation. So if you would like to join the conversation, please pound on your keyboard five one six 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 ninety eight oh six and press one to speak to your local and funny goofy commentator Romeo, me, your humble journalist and lovely Juliet here, and we will be right back after these brief messages. 
We are back, and we are looking at a pretty lopsided matchup, Jim. That's right, Ron. I mean, in one corner, we've got a 175-pound guy, and in the other, a 6,000-ton heavyweight train? Jim, this guy has no idea what he's getting himself into. It's no contest. Every day, people tempt fate and die trespassing on railroad tracks. See tracks, think train. If you served honorably in our nation's armed forces and you're looking for a way to continue serving your fellow veterans in your community, then join AMVET. Each year, AMVET's members volunteer millions of hours at VA health care facilities from coast to coast, helping to improve the lives of their fellow veterans through the VA Voluntary Services Program. AMVET's posts and departments also participate in a wide variety of community service projects, ranging from Americanism in our schools to supporting the Special Olympics and Boy Scouts of America. If you no longer wear the uniform today, you can still serve through the AMVETS by joining today at AMVETS.org. You have the right to know. The right to know about culture. The right to know about the economy. The right to know about technology and to know about sports. You have the right to know about education and politics and the weather. You have the right to know what's happening abroad and in your backyard. But above all else, you have the right to know that this right is under attack. And we must work to protect it. Because in order to be free, we must be informed. Understand the threats. ProtectPressFreedom.org. Go to RightWingMedia.net. Get yourself active on there. Be part of the conversation because this is where we will tell you the whole real news. We will never lie to you. We will never tell you orange man bad. Go to RightWingMedia.net. Enjoy the conversations that you see on there because there's the conversations that we need to have of making America red pill. We need to red pill America again. We need America to start waking up and realizing that this stuff is huge. This is part of the red pill that we have to accept. So join the conversation by going to rightwingmedia.net and just watch all the stuff that you need to know about what really everybody's saying and what Trump has really said, all the things that the conservatives normally will not be able to talk a lot about, but we'll be able to see in different discussions from different social media platforms to podcasts. We're going to red pill these demo rats and we're going to red pill them today. When friends don't don't stop friends from drinking and driving. Friends die. Friends don't let friends drive drunk. Hello, and we're back. Uh, this is Juliet Greystone again, and welcome back to the show. Um, so, as we were talking about, I finally found the scripture during the break of the fig tree. So it's actually in Luke where he said he told them a parable, look at the fig fig oh, sorry. <laughs> look at the fig tree as soon as they come out and leaf. Sorry, this isn't the right version, but whatever. Oh, and we have a caller on the line from uh area area code nine one two. Hello, caller. Hello. Oh, hi. Hi. Did you just hi. Get me on the air? Thank you for calling in. Uh, so, what do you what do you think about? Um, what's your take on what's going on in the world? What's your view? Do you think we're in the end days, or I might not be right? I think that 
you are 100% right as far as the COVID vaccine. It is definitely a trial run for the mark of the beast. Um, I think God is about to do something and show everybody who he is. Everybody's about to know who God is. Mm-hmm. Along with our amazing true president, Trump. That is my Yeah. So do you, we think we're in the... In in days, I mean, sorry, no, I already asked that. <laughs> I'm I'm nervous. Um, so, uh, do you think Trump will be coming back, or do you think Jesus is coming back? What do you What do you think is gonna happen? I think Trump is coming back, but the world needs to wake up and turn to God. For that to happen. Yes, we do need people to turn to God. And, you know, Caller, th- that's funny that you say that because I I have the same belief as you, and I see that exactly the same thing where a lot of people, what was it? It says it in the Bible that God said that there will be a lot of lost lamb, but a lot of the lambs of my children, well, the children of God, of course, will be able to be found because when God comes, he will find all of them and he will Mm -hmm. come for them. And then the last day, once God takes all of his children, the last days, all of the people that have failed or that will be here aren't the ones that are going to go home. I foresee that happening, but when do you think that is possible? I don't know. You got me on that one. <laughs> and I'm never at a loss for words, I might add. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, okay, wait, go back. Are you saying that the rapture is about to happen? Is that your theory? I'm not That's saying my theory, that. yes. So I'm basically, the rapture is about to happen. He's about to take his children home, and anybody who's yeah. not saved or hasn't accepted Christ will be left here on earth and, you know, unfortunately won't get to go to heaven unless they happen to get saved afterwards. I mean, I've thought that, but I really don't think that's going to happen right now. Um, But I think the world needs to wake up to God's Word. Yes, Um, they do. They need more people to hear about Jesus. Um, To take down the evil. And I think the whole world is about to know who God is. Yeah, we should have always known, but unfortunately, that didn't happen. Well, caller, and I do have a question for you. This might be a good one for you. When when I talked about Biden considering himself Catholic, and he's not doing the Catholic, the Christian Catholic ways. He's not holding himself like a Catholic. He's never, in my opinion, except for maybe holidays, I've only heard him say or talk about God. What do you think that speaks volume about America? And once we were once a country about God and, you know, the Pledge of Allegiance to the Republic for the Flag, which one nation under God, these kind of things are being forgotten. What what do you think about, like, Biden and the way he's holding himself? Demon Biden? I, I don't think about him because he's nothing but a demon. Um, 
Amen. As far as America was supposed to be built, yes, we were. But unfortunately, that's not what happened. Um, and it's sad. It's extremely sad. Yeah, it is. It's very sad. It saddens me that a lot of people don't know about God or some people reject him. They're doing violence. They're creating violence. They're not doing anything to help or nothing. You know, it's sad. Mm-hmm. Well, and Caller, we do appreciate that words of wisdom because, you know, um, th- this is very important for people to understand that Biden, unlike, now I can't say I'm a very good Catholic Christian, but or it's not about being good Christian or bad Christian or or whatnot. It's about being obedient and how obedient are you? And mm-hmm. I don't see any obedience out of Biden. There's been no mention of him taking work, care of God's people in his hand. God does not seem to look at Biden as a kind of person that you would consider than anything else than just a bad person of satanic demonology. That's exactly what Biden is. Pure mm-hmm. straight up demon. Yep. I he mean is. That, that's what he's always been. I mean, in my opinion. It's so obvious. But anyways. Yeah, I think it it's is. because they've been blinded by Satan. Satan well, blinded fun- them to the truth. Right. It's funny that you, yeah, and that's funny you mentioned that too, Juliet, because like caller here said, I mean um, you know, let's just be careful with the name calling here, you guys, but we, we'll call it down the middle for what it is. It's basically a very bad, sticky situation for Christians right now to look up to somebody, and especially somebody who is in the Catholic faith like me, to look at Biden as a Catholic or call himself, therefore, as a Catholic Christian, I do not see for that being something that he should be able to be calling himself. He can't call himself a Christian. He can't call himself a person of God. And I know it says in the Bible, thou shalt not judge unless ye be judged yourself or take out your own eye with a knife and then take the plank out of your eye unless... Until then, you can only judge your brother or sister by taking the plank out of your own eye before you take the bark dust or sawdust out of their own eye. I get that. But I have to say this, though, for clarification. I'm only speaking on behalf of my religion and the Christian faith. I do not see Biden as a person of God. And that's very scary for me. Yes, Do you agree you're, or you're not judging, us? Romeo. You're you're actually there's a, you're actually discerning. God tells us to discern. But call it, do you agree or disagree with that? Oh, I agree. And I mean, he's not a he's not. I'm going to judge. The man's not ever been a man of God unless he was a child. I can't speak for when he was a child, but I can tell you, his adult wife, he has not been a man of God. And I'm sorry, but he is a straight-up demon, and that's, you know, that's my view. I'm sticking to it. 
And I love that view because that definitely speaks volume about what God says in in like Revelations. It, it says that the the Antichrist will reveal themselves to who they are, and I'm wondering if this could be very possible. Do you think that Joe Biden is part of the Antichrist six 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 mark of the beast? people, or do you think that he's just a lost soul? He's lost soul. Now, Obama, he tra- he was a wannabe antichrist. Um, it's that antichrist spirit. And for a while, I did, I did believe Obama was the antichrist, but I think it's the antichrist spirit that is on the earth. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, as far as Biden being anti-Christ now, he'd like he'd like to be that. I don't know. They're, I mean, they're evil. It, 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 it's just it's terrible. It's terrible. And we know he didn't win. However, there they was people that voted for him, and I I just cannot even comprehend that at all. I know people that voted for him. That's sad, but I do. Yeah, well, I've heard things like they actually um, cheated him in, like they they've uh, committed voter fraud and stuff. Do you agree with that? Did you hear about that or no? Oh, absolutely. I mean, I lived in Georgia at the time. He did not win. Mm-hmm. It was all a bunch of fake bullcrap. He got a few votes, but not many. But, I mean, I do know people that voted for him. But he did not win. Not even close. It, it It's ridiculous. Yeah, it is. It's crazy. Uh, you know, what do you think about the uh, the rioting and all that? Do you think it's sad that all these these people are not, don't even know, I mean, they just are acting like this. It's like they're demon-possessed or something. They I know, right? Well, yeah. act like that, and it's like they're demon possessed all of a sudden. It's scary. Very scary. Mhm. Very scary. And yeah. um, you know, I feel like we should. I mean, a lot. Of, we need a lot more people like, like you and Romeo and. Uh, sorry. <laughs> with like, you know, we need more people to tell people about God, because. You know, we're getting to a time where we need a lot more people to know about God. Absolutely. I just I, I just don't even know how we got to this point. I mean, it just, it's so heartbreaking. It is. Okay. Um. So, uh, sorry, we're out of time now. We're going to wrap this up. So I, I'll come back next week and... Can you join me next week? Can you all join me next week? I'll be here. Okay. I will definitely be here. Thank you so much, and and thank you for listening to the show and, and joining in. Before we go, Julie, can we do a quick prayer? Oh, yes. Actually, yes. Let's do that. What do you think, sister? Should we do one? Absolutely. Dear Lord, we thank you for gathering here together as we close this beautiful, beautiful word that Juliet has spread and my sister, who I do not know, but thank you, God, for everything that you have done. Thank you for giving us our gra- the gracious love that we do not all deserve. 
Dear God, we ask that you keep the demons and Satan away from all of your children. Protect all your children as they may sleep or wander around the world to continue to survive and go about their life the way that they need to. Dear God, I thank you for letting Juliet be able to speak these powerful, powerful words today that, sheesh, I cannot say how wonderful it is to hear your words come out of the mouth of your child that truly, truly believes and loves in you. And the same with my sister over here on the other side that I may not or do not know, but we all have the same belief and we all love you. And thank you, God, for everything that you have given us in your name to the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Amen.